Welcome in to the Sworn Sports Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing some groundbreaking news that's happened recently in the world of baseball. Um, we wanted to kind of get our thoughts on it as out there as, you know, it's still fresh in our minds. And that news is that ceilings have been, glass ceilings have been broken and the first woman has been hired as the Marlins GM. That her name is Kim Eng. She's been in baseball for about 30 years now. Uh, one of the most qualified people in the sport for this position. And she's finally been given a shot to host, or not host, but to, uh, you know, serve as a general manager for a sports team. And we couldn't be more excited to talk about it with you guys and give our thoughts on it. Of course, I am your host, Braden, and joining me as always is Alan. And, you know, let's just, before we get too deep into this, let's just, you know, catch up and get and you know, see how everyone's doing. Alan, how you doing? Oh, I've been doing good, Brayden. Obviously, uh, so we're, we're now heading into the holidays. Thanksgiving, obviously, we all, people always skip Thanksgiving, but I realized we shouldn't. And this is a great opportunity to really, as we've had a crazy year. But there's a lot of things we could be thankful. So really, it's good. I'm, one of the things I'm grateful for, besides obviously my wife and having the health needed to move forward, it's grateful that I get to co-host Storm Sports Podcast with you. And, and I know we, we have a lot of ground, but we're still killing it. And, and all I can say is just, just been living life and taking it one step at a time. Awesome to hear, man. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think uh, you'll we'll hear a lot of uh, thanks from both uh, Alan and I today. Just a sense of gratitude uh, in general as we get into this discussion. Um, you know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for, and when you get to uh, this particular holiday of Thanksgiving, uh, the theme of get gratitude becomes uh, rather, you know impressive and it's just out there a lot more and so i think it's perfect that we're going to talk about this today and you know, give our thoughts on it as it's a pretty good thing that's happening and i couldn't be uh, more excited to talk about it and i'm you know i'm like i said i'm thankful you know i'm hosting this podcast here with you you know talking about some of these things and giving our thoughts on it and whatnot and you know it's just it's a wonderful thing so i think let's just get right into it you know <clears throat> so for those that don't know kim ang started off as an intern for the chicago white Sox in the 90s she then moved on to the yankees and was part of the yankees dynasty for the three years that they won the world series back to back to back then she moved over to Dallas Dodgers, where she was the assistant GM, where she was also she was also the assistant GM with the Yankees, uh, held the same position with the Dodgers, helped build their team up in the early 2000s. And then she first interviewed for the G, a GM position with the Dodgers in 2005, um, but unfortunately never got it. She's been in baseball continuously throughout all this. Um, really strong in all this, you know, you'd have to be because over the past few years, you know, from 2005 to now, she's probably been getting a lot of no's and 
things like that. So I'd assume she'd be continuing to apply and interview for GM jobs. But most recently, uh, Miss Sang was in the MLB front offices. So she uh, has over 30 years of experience in baseball and is just one of the great minds of baseball. And so it's exciting to see what she's going to bring to the table for the Miami Marlins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all the background that she said is is very true. But before I we get into like what will this mean like for future like women or minorities to get a GM job like that, um, I give a lot of credit to like for Derek Jeter. Like obviously those two have a connection. They both were on the in the Yankees organization. So they know each other. They've they know what they bring to the table. And so hiring her to be the Miami Marlins GM, it's it just shows the direction that the Marlins are going in. And it's perfect timing for the Marlins because they just got from getting into the playoffs and going into the beating the Cubs in the wild card wild card round before losing to them losing to the Braves in the divisional series but it just shows the Marlins are peaking at the right time and and now this team with her in it's gonna bring again more sound moves how to move forward and even their mission now is like getting to the playoffs to start competing for World Series. Like it, it it really shows the hand that Derek Jeter is doing. And obviously at first we all were giving him slack, but without thinking, hey, maybe this guy is doing something. He he is a winner. So but winners, in order for you to start winning, you have to make a lot of tough decisions, letting go of best players for prospects in the future, which at first you could be like, ah, oh, I don't know. But if you're someone that knows what it's what it's doing, then why not? And we never thought about that. And I think now we should really like give credit to Derek Jeter and the ownership for hiring someone like Kim Ng. And, and for the Marlins, all I could see is I could see them going up and up and probably Three years, we might see them in in a World Series or possibly fighting for the pennant with the Dodgers. Totally, and I don't think this playoff run that the Marlins had was a fluke in any means. It seems they're starting to get a lot of things figured out and put together, and I can't think of a better person in the baseball world than Miss Ang to helm that ship and <clears throat> guide it to uh, success and uh, you know like she she clearly knows what she's doing and you know she's gonna have a plan and you know Miami ownership's gonna gonna obviously let her do what she needs to do in order to bring success to the team and you know it's it's gonna be fun to watch and just interesting to see how it's all gonna play out you know we Miami's got a fun young team there and it's it's exciting, you know, when, if you're a fan of that team, there's a lot of things probably going on in your head right now, 
Uh, one of them is obviously, like we are, you're excited that your team was the first to, you know, break ceilings and break, you know, traditions, if you will, with the, the hiring of this, this woman for this position. And she's clearly qual qualified for the job and probably more qualified than a lot of other people in baseball to, to do it too. Yeah, absolutely. Like income, anytime you come from the tutelage of Brian Cashman, who was known to be an aggressive GM when pursuing stars, she will do that. But obviously she's going to do it when they need to. And that's the thing in, in all sports. Like we can all get the best players, but it's all about the timing. Is this the perfect timing to get them or not? Is it worth it right now? Or we wait another year, and then, okay, we got them, and it works. So I expect Kim Eng to do the same, just to bring that mentality and, and, and move forward as well. And, and now, like, to credit her, like, what she – her hiring is just going to open the floodgates, not just in major leagues, but I think in other sports. Where in other sports, like, like, for instance, basketball, there's been women who have been assistant coaches. Mm -hmm. Like, one of them, obviously, Becky Hammond, who is an assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs. And, there's a, and normally she would coach their summer league team, which she does a pretty good job of. So, it won't, now with Kim Ng becoming the GM, it really will show, okay, you know what? I can do this in any sport. Like, I don't have to, like, just be, oh, someone working in the marketing. I can be part of the solution of building a championship team and and be, and be see the results from there. Mm -hmm. And like, <clears throat> like you were saying, you know, women are making great strides in the industry. And it's great to see, you know, because obviously, you know, every, everyone has different connections to sports. Everyone should, if they want, feel like they should be able to go into that particular field, do whatever they want to, you know, and some, and for some, some like pathways need to be cleared, which is unfortunate. But I think it's awesome that baseball is, this, is you know, the first sport, sport in the four major sports of America to have the first woman GM and break that barrier, if you will, because we look back, MLB broke the color barrier back in the forties. You know, they broke the international barrier with, you know, Puerto Rico with Roberto Clemente. So clearly baseball has been a front runner for barrier breaking throughout its 150 year years of existence. And here we are seeing it happen again, and it's it's awesome to be a part of, you know. And women are making great strides in the industry of baseball as well, and it's exciting. Like the Giants, I want to say it's their strengthening and conditioning coach. I don't know the exact position she holds, but one of their coaches is a woman. And look at the way the Giants are doing. She's doing great work with them. You know, there's women coaches in minor leagues and all these things helping players develop. We have, you know, something that 
I'm excited as a Colorado Rockies fan is that one of the first women broadcasters for the MLB was one of, is uh, Miss Jenny Kavnar. But she uh, was one of the first uh, women MLB play-by-play broadcasters. And she was a broadcaster for the Rockies. And so that's kind of cool for me to have that, see that happen, you know, and see, you know, feel like as a fan, have like my team do something like that. And now we're seeing it happen once again with this barrier breaking of a female GM and she's, this is long overdue in my opinion. Um, she was qualified for the job back in 2005. Unfortunately she didn't get it and she's been working to get it ever since. And it's, it's finally happened and it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, it really is. And really like you just mentioned, going into that industry, the sports industry, it's sometimes a little bit difficult at times just because, like, like the sports industry, it's one of those tough, like, yes, if you have a passion for it, it's great. But it's also, like, tough because it's also all about winning and losing and the results that you bring in. And there's some that could take it, others that can't. And for a while, there's been a perception, oh, Women won't know how to handle it, this and that. But over the years, we've seen that they've been able to handle these situations, like the toughness, the the grind, and and obviously now with this hiring, like it shows that hey, they're willing to take the heat. They know how to handle it, and and go and do their jobs and and really like it gives hope to women like not just not just women i wouldn't even say girls out there like you know what like not just i can play but i can help build a team like be part be able to bring in the players and coaches that are gonna make this team a contender like it's just unbelievable, and and the more we see that in baseball, the or or in any sport, then the better it will become. And so I'm when I heard this, it just like I was in awe of the hiring, and now it will just like I said, the floodgates are gonna open when. When teams decide, you know what, I'm going to give a, a woman a shot to be the GM. See how it will work and, and give it the more that happens, the better it will be for the game. Because not just it will allow it to grow more as players evolve and all that, but also fans you'll have a different set of fans coming in like, oh, she's doing this? Let's watch. And that's what baseball needs. Fresh blood, fresh outlook, and hopefully this is a stepping stone to, for baseball to start looking things a little bit different. No, exactly. And I think MLB has done really good with not only – you know, praising this hiring from Miami, but also promoting it as well. 
Um, one of the images that came out when the announcement was made was this little girl sitting on a bed. She had a ball cap on, like pennants hanging around a TV, and the news story of Kim Ang being hired as the official Marlins GM was on a TV screen. And the caption for it was, baseball is for everyone. And I can't think of a truer statement because, you know, we've talked about many times how on, on this podcast, especially how no matter what sport it is, unity can be found. You know, we, we forget different ideals that we all have, different backgrounds we all have. Once we bond over the fact that we have similar interest in a team and the outcome of a game, all that doesn't matter. We're, we just focus on in that game and then we go back to normal lives afterwards. But even on the outside realms of a game, there is unity in the fan base. There's unity in the community of the sport. You know, if you're a fan of a team, there's so, so many fans of that team, right? And then if you're not only a fan of a team, but a fan of the sport, that community just grows. And, you know, it's baseball really is for everyone. Sports in general are for everyone, you know? And I think, you know, the series we've been doing on this podcast, talking about different international players and the, breaking, the, the barriers they've been breaking in the sports themselves, um, have been it's just case after case of showing that this is good for everybody good for the sport just good good for the fans good for the players it's just good for everybody because in all reality it is for everybody and I can't you know I don't know what else to say other than this is really exciting and it's it's so true baseball is for everyone you know yeah, it, it is for everyone, and now it's it's just, hey, like, this is a great story, but I think it will become better when she leads the Marlins Tour World Series. Then it will show, like I said, like, now teams will look into it. So, so yeah, like, it's great that she's hired, and I'm happy for her, and she will open many doors. But I know, I know that if she is one of the reasons she they win the World Series, bringing in the personnel and players that Miami needs in the future, then teams will will look at it and be like, you know what? Let's bring in a woman, but someone who's qualified and who has gone through and the the rigors. And that's another thing that we forget. She paid her dues to get this job. She earned it. She was with the best people at the right times. Like she learned how to make trades, especially trades for superstars. Like obviously she was with the Dodgers. She was there when when the Dodgers hired Joe Torre as a manager who she knew as in with the Yankees to become the Dodgers manager and then later brought in Manny Ramirez from the Red Sox. And guess what? Back-to-back years of making the pennant. So she has seen how to build, how to get the top players, how to do it, and the timing of it. So 
she paid her dues, and I think if they see that in her, you know what? If I'm going to be the GM, I got to surround myself with the best baseball minds, the best people. And then that's when I'll know. I will manage the team, and my goal will be to build that team to a World Series contender. And I think her example will will just show, like, hey, you work hard, surround yourself with the best and positive people, you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think, yeah, if she wins a World Series, that would just cement everything that's going on with this hiring. There's no doubt about that. But, like, you know, like, it takes time to build a championship-caliber team. And, you know, it might take a few years. And so, you know, we have to understand that, you know, and recognize that. But realize she is more than qualified for this position. And she's, like you said, she's paid her dues. I think she's paid them a little too long. Um, I think she was more than qualified for the position back in 05 when she interviewed with the Dodgers and other teams. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason, excuse me. And as we are seeing today, the fruits of all that, you know, that she's gone through is, you know, more than what paying off, you know, with this hiring, uh, you know, and it's exciting because for a number of reasons that we've already talked about, you know, and if she wins the world series, great but that's one of the hardest things to do in baseball yeah that's true and especially yeah. she has to go up against you know in the in the nl especially she has to go up against the cardinals who are are uh, being a great success you know in her own division she's got the braves you know she's got the dodgers that she's got to build up a great team against so it might take a while but i think with her knowledge she'll do more be more than cap- capable and you know I was reading in the athletic the other day, an article about this hiring and it was, the article was written by uh, Ken Rosenthal, one mm-hmm. of the greatest baseball reporters out there. And he basically just quoted the uh, former GM of the White Sox of Dan Evans, who hired Kim Ang twice. Uh, and he was with the Dodgers when she got hired as the assistant GM for the Dodgers and the guy, he shares this story of uh, they were all sitting at this table talking about someone on the roster or some roster moves they felt they needed to make. And uh, she uh, basically spoke up and she was like, why are we wasting? And I quote from the article and, who's, and it says, why are we wasting time talking about a guy who is like our 10th or 11th pitcher on the staff? Shouldn't we be more focused on the more important components of the team? And then the the White Sox executive, after he's done quoting her, goes on and says, I remember looking over at Jack, who was with the White Sox as well, Ron Schuler, and then Jerry Reinsdorf, and they all smiled at each other and realized they had exactly what they wanted with their intern and who they wanted in their organization. And we know that the White Sox built a great team that ended up winning the World Series in 2005. And I'm sure, though she wasn't with the organization, a lot of the decisions that the White Sox had made were 
in part due to the time that she had with the organization and the influence that she had with them at that particular time. And, you know, like when she, so she just had more than enough qualifications, but I think more importantly, what added to everything was she wasn't afraid to speak up and speak her mind on a particular topic that the team was discussing. She wasn't afraid to be opinionated. And whether you're you're female or male or whatever, like I think it's important that when you go into the job force, like it don't be afraid to speak up if you have something you think is important to share, or even in general, if you won't think it's important to be stated, share it. You know, and I think that's part of her Miss Ang's example here. She wasn't afraid to speak up and be like, Hey, why are we talking about this guy who's so far down our roster that he's not really a major part of our team currently. How can we better this team here and now? And it is the attitude she took with the Dodgers. Um, they didn't have the same success as the Yankees had when she was with them, but clearly it was something she had with the Yankees. And it's something that she she's took with her for her entire career. Um, and so she's clearly going to have that attitude in Miami. And I think that's the best thing because when you build a team, you need to be focused on what will help the team now, not the people. And it's important to talk about the team's like in depth pieces, right? Like the 10th or 11th pitcher on the staff, but you don't want to talk about them in excess when you're talking about the main components of your roster, like your, your five man rotation, you know, your starting lineup, you know, like you need to talk about them and see if they're important and will help the team if a player gets injured or a lot you just get the injury bug so it's important to have those pieces but you also need to have the knowledge that some there are probably other things that are more important for the main roster yeah and i think she has a good grasp of what the main picture is yeah, and obviously another thing is doing the research beforehand, coming in prepared. And that's what Kim Eng is doing and will do. Like, obviously, she'll have to do research on Miami, the whole roster. Okay, who are the guys that are making the impact? And that's another thing she'll, she has learned and will have to do is surround herself in Miami with the best people that there are. Interest is the same as Miss Eng, which is bring a World Series contender to Miami and do it consistently. Not like how okay they won the World Series twice in their they won the World Series and then okay we're gonna dismantle everyone. We're we're gonna let go of everybody and then you do that again, win it and then okay we're dismantling everybody. Like it's all about doing your research, bringing in the players that consistently are going to get you to where you want to be. And, and I know she will do that. And, and yeah, like, and I will not be surprised if in that Miami personnel, like an, an assistant GM or a scout that will go, why are we talking about, this uh, like last guy on the roster we need to talk about everyone and that's how 
their a career will start. I won't be surprised if we hear another one like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't either, and I think Kim will welcome that. And, you know, like, but I think it's an exciting thing and legacy already building is the fact that we'll start seeing more and more capable and qualified women in the sport of baseball and just in the sports world in general. And, you know, like, yeah, we've been focusing a lot on Kim Ng's gender currently, but another important thing is she's one of the first Asian Americans to be Mm -hmm. in her position as well. So there's two factors going on here as well that I think all should, are important, just as important to be recognized as well. Yeah, that, absolutely, and and really yeah, like, go ahead. No, I I I just would go add that like it's just amazing that this is happening. You know, <laughs> like pathways are being paved and formed, and it's just exciting to be a part of it. You know. Yeah, it's just we. We're living in great times where, where now it's like, it's not about okay where you, where you come from, where, what are like what race ethnicity are you? It's like okay, did you, like what have you done? Who who did you learn from? And how did you contribute to their success? And if you check all the, all the boxes, okay. We want you to come to to us. That's what we're looking for. And it doesn't matter doesn't matter if you're Asian, Hispanic, African American. You check all those boxes, we're hiring you. And that's the thing that I think now sometimes when I hear, oh, there is a a lack of like I, I would hear this a lot um and talk and ready and talk shows and sports talk shows like oh there's a lack of african-american coaches in the nba or gms and i get a several points like why but i think the biggest advice i would give to anyone that wants to do that i'll just be like hey do it go surround work with the best learn from the best and when you do like just absorb everything you learn from them and then you will be given an opportunity that's how you do it like the more you absorb what you learn like say if i go if i go to basketball like if i want to be like okay a gm i gotta go with the best like learn like okay I want to go to San Antonio, learn under Greg Popovich, like, or, or be like a coach. I'm like, I learn from him. I develop how he does things and all some habits. And then you create your own, but you have the foundation based off this great coach that then all of a sudden a team will look at you and be like, you know what? We're looking for those attributes. We want to hire you. That is how you do it. Like, you, you just have to pay the price and pay your dues. I know that's tough, but at the end, it is worth it. And that is my advice. Like, just, like, surround yourself with the best people and learn from them, absorb their their knowledge, and apply it in, in whatever role you have. Eventually, 
someone will be watching what you do and you'll be hired. And I think that's how we, how minorities, you're gonna do it. Like you have to do it. Just learn from the best, absorb them, and apply their knowledge. Whether you're a minority or not, I think that's a good good advice getting at any field, especially in today's world. You kind of have to have connections. Absolutely. The more connections you have, regardless of race or gender, like it's it's important and like in today's world like unfortunately sometimes that's the case especially with minorities that it takes a bit longer for them which shouldn't i think it's not okay and it shouldn't happen you know if they're as qualified if not more they should be given that same shot that someone who looks a bit different than them is given more often than not so i think you know that's a thing that needs to change you know but also like if we it's all about connections too and sometimes connect no matter how, or and it's all about connections and qualifications and if all those line up then that's the best case scenario and i think yeah, having the connection you brought up earlier of Kim Ang with Eric Jeter i think that helped her but i think she was more than she was going to get this job sooner or later. And I, I'm just glad it happened sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Glad it happened sooner. And, and now we'll, we'll see what Miami does we'll, this upcoming baseball season. And, and obviously it's another season where the NL East is, is getting a little bit tougher, but We've seen that Miami can do it, and they'll be in the mix for a while now that Miss Ang is is the GM and the players there that they have there they're coming along. They're coming along, and and obviously having a manager like Don Manningly is perfect for them. And and all and I would say like the more they keep him as well, then the more continuity will be going forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, but yeah, that's, that's all I have to say about this hiring. And, and now it's just, we'll see what happens. We'll see, and I think, unfortunately, like, she's going to be watched a lot closer than a lot of other GMs would. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is just unfortunate, you know, but I think she's used to that pressure, and she's going to handle it just fine. So, we, it'll, it's going to be fun to see what Miami's got going on. The NL East and baseball in general is starting to become a lot more competitive. And it's it's going to be exciting to see what happens, you know. And yeah. I think with with the holiday season of Thanksgiving for coming up, I think that's one thing as baseball fans we should all be thankful for that MLB is still willing to break those barriers, whether it's long overdue or not. They're still willing to break those barriers, and they're still willing to be those front runners for 
for stuff like this. So I think as baseball fans, as sports fans, that's something we can all be thankful for. Yeah, absolutely. Like every sport eventually will break a barrier in something. And the more we see that, the more it should be celebrated. Like let's celebrate barriers. Like, and the more we like broken barriers, I mean, and the more we celebrate those broken barriers, then you open the floodgates to many others. And like we always talk about in our sports and in our podcast, just one person from a particular nation or particular ethnic group, they have success and and not just in sports, but like in other areas, that nation will go not just crazy, but also the people of a particular nation or ethnic group will start thinking differently now. Now it's like, okay, he did that or she did that. What can I do? to do that mm. or if they see an impact of another country and be like wait a minute i want to do that what can i do so that way when i'm in the come up i know how to prepare myself mm-hmm. so so yeah that is the thing that should be celebrated like op- impact on others and also opportunities given to those that have worked the hardest and also have surrounded themselves with people that have helped them grow and develop in their professional and personal lives. Exactly. And it's, you know, like, it's going to be fun to see what happens, you know, like, I think we're both running out of words on it because we're just so excited to see this happening and what, and see what not, we both know what it means and we've talked about what it means. And we're, I think we're Uh just excited to see the continued success of Kim Ang and other women in the field. Yeah. And we just can't hide it. (laughs) I don't know the rest of this song, but we're just so excited. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we're excited but yeah i think you know we'll we'll end it here um with the holiday season we'll take a quick break we'll come back probably after thanksgiving yeah Um, we'll spend time with our families and then celebrate and give thanks for everything we got going on in our lives and We'll, we'll return and we'll talk about the some of uh, the Australian players in the NBA and the impact they've had. And just continue this this streak or this the series we got going on. And, yeah. and if more news like this comes up, we'll uh, gladly talk about it. So We'll gladly talk about it. Also, we will talk about the NBA draft, which was very different. And we'll talk about it in one of our next episodes. And also – for those that are joining in and have not caught up to the podcast that we've made since the summer, feel free to to join, to listen. Uh, we are on Spotify and Apple and Google, if I'm correct. We're and anywhere you can get your podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. Anywhere you can get your podcast. So 
feel free to listen to us at any time during the holidays. It is there for free. Enjoy. And also head to our social media page to comment on them. Uh, we'll start posting stuff around other leagues so that way you guys can comment, react, and we hope to hear from you. And also have a happy Thanksgiving. And we will see you. We'll see you after Thanksgiving. So have fun, be grateful, and stay positive. Don't don't discourage yourself. This year, as we're heading, we're about a month and a half away from the year to end. It's been tough. 2021, we don't know what's going to happen, but we do know this. Just stay positive, stay focused, enjoy life, and listen to us. We're, we're going to be positivity, fun, even engaging. So keep it up. And we love you. And we'll see you after Thanksgiving.